This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Matt's the king of juicy Lucy's. Contractually obligated to say this for a month because of the Chrissy Teigen stunt Team Cobra tried to pull. Also because it's true. Matt's has the best Juicy Lucy's. Every day we start the show with the three things you need to hear before you get about your day. It's the three at 12.03 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is your three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three it is. It's the magic number. What is a dog mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. And behind door number three today, we have Tom Hanks talking uh, with Meryl Streep about enjoying art made by scumbags. Mm. They were doing a panel for their new movie, The Post, which I can't wait to see. It's getting a lot of buzz. Uh, they talked about how it's still okay to enjoy art that's made by scumbags. And... Uh, there's some bleeped profanity, Ooh, so fun. be careful. If you threw out every film or television show that was made by an asshole, uh, Netflix would go out of business. Uh, Brady Bunch, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what else would be involved. Uh, so that's not what they I think I think you do just have to you wait, because this is a this is a long game. Picasso was a womanizer. Um, uh, and it's, this is not excusing anybody. You have to you just have to wait and see how it settles over the long haul. This is not a sprint. This is not. This is a marathon. And uh, at the end of the day, I think that I think work does speak for itself. But character does come into the, the conversation at some point. Uh, but I think that's uh, that is uh, that lands over time. And that again, Tom Hanks talking, uh, Meryl Streep was also there again on this panel for The Post where they were talking about art being made by scumbags. And which is totally relevant and current um, to our conversations around sexual harassment and assault. And I kind of appreciate that conversation because um, I feel like Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, these are people in Hollywood who are maybe middle of the road mm-hmm. when it comes to... Um, controversy and strident opinions to a certain degree. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like they have a very pragmatic view of their craft and their art and the industry in which they work. And they, it's just refreshing to hear that because I think a lot of people find themselves asking a question like, well, can I watch anything anymore? Right. And you know, it's interesting because every other time we've had this conversation, it's been sort of isolated. It's been one artist that we were talking about, right? Like Michael Jackson, let's have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bill Cosby, let's have the conversation. Well, the conversation now, it's not just one or two people. 
It's a whole heck of a lot of people. Well, you almost would have to create an app, and somebody probably should, and you're welcome. Please give me 10% of whatever money you make off of this. But if you had an app that's like, did the following film get made by a sexual, mm-hmm. you know, creep? Made by, starred in, written uh, by, by. I mean, there's, by, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and Tom Hanks is absolutely right. There are, uh, the, 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 there's so many. I mean, I think the better approach is really like, you can keep people from, you know, being in the industry and being lauded in the industry that really i think is the takeaway with all this whether it's politics or whether it's um hollywood is that it's not that those people can't have a livelihood it's that they should not be held up as scions or the you know the um uh what's the word i'm looking for the the creme de la creme they're mm-hmm. not they're literally not at the top of the heap because of that behavior right but it's not to say that they can't work right all right, moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, I missed this over the weekend. On Sunday, MSNBC aired an episode of their show Headliners, and they, it was all about George Clooney. And there was a specific part in this that will make us all wish that we had been friends at one point with George Clooney. Mm. And George begins to say, listen, I want you guys to know how much you've meant to me and how much you mean to me in my life. I came to LA, I slept on your couch. I'm so fortunate in my life to have all of you and I couldn't be where I am today without all of you. So it was really important to me that while we're still all here together, that I give back. So I want you all to open your suitcases. When we open it up. And it's a million dollars in $20 bills. Every one of us, 14 of us, got a million dollars. Every single one of us. We're in shock. We're like, what, what is this? He goes, I know we've all been through some hard times. Some of you are still going through it. You don't have to worry about your kids. You don't have to worry about, you know, school. You don't have to worry about paying your mortgage. You know, one's working at a bar in, in, uh, in Texas at the airport. You know, trying to just support his family, he rides a bicycle to work every day. I mean, these are these are guys that took care of George, and now he's giving it all back. And George said, "Not only that, but I've paid everyone's taxes, so this million dollars is yours." He's like wow. George Oprah. Holy That's the voice crap. of Randy Gerber. Um, you would know him as Cindy Crawford's husband, uh, and he was one of the lucky fourteen in that room when George Clooney decided to say thank you for helping me in whatever small or big way you did in order to get me to where I am. Here's a million dollars. My God, that's crazy. Right? Um, Yeah. And in fact, I was going to joke when you you first started playing this, like, and you get a car and you get a car. Right. It was so much more better Mm -hmm. than a car. Way more better. And like he said, he even paid the taxes on it. I mean, how thoughtful is that? Yeah. George Clooney. And did he grab anyone's crotch? That's what I was just going to say. George Clooney. Is there anything wrong with him? I mean, he really is like... Everybody who works with him says I mean, we'll he's just the greatest. we'll probably find out something horrible. Like, he probably killed somebody. I'm just saying, we can't have nice things, and everybody will let you down, so just wait. I'm going to make it my life's mission to figure out what the bad thing is about George Clooney. He's probably got, like, ugly feet, or, you know, something stinks on him. I don't know. Yeah, like he crop dusts. Yes, totally. That's yeah. what it is. You know George Clooney. He's a crop duster. <laughs> and here it is behind door number one. 
Okay. Um, do you want to do this? Sure. Well, okay. Ever Do you remember the other day? I think it was yesterday, maybe. Uh, Holly read a blind item that we decided was about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. That basically, whenever she goes to church, he is stepping out with the lady who brings him his food. Right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how this is such a PR relationship. Well, Gwen Stefani was making pies with Giada De Laurentiis on a Facebook Live. And here's one of the things she said about Blake Shelton. And I want you to listen to it in the context of what we feel like we have uh, unearthed or discovered or believe about their relationship. I don't like little beans, like garbanzo beans yeah. almost. Like very like chickpea-like, you know, little bits. There we go, just like that. So do you guys sing in the kitchen when you're cooking, especially if it's you and Blake? Do you guys like sing the whole time? We, we're, we're like we're in a musical <laughs> constantly, and we just sing. And we may, mom, we we Snapchat like, that stuff because I'm going to start following you just to we see. We don't actually talk to each other. We just sing like a musical, and everything we sing is like, I love you. Like, it's pretty much the whole time, like, about how oh, great we are. Oh, my God, that's so cute. No, it's that not. That is very sweet. No, He's actually- <laughs> no it is not cute. It is fake. It is not real. Yeah, I don't buy their relationship um, in general, and I certainly don't buy Giada De Laurentiis, and she is the last person you want to be listening to talk about relationships. Google her. (laughs) In your spare time. Yeah, I just, this whole, there's this, when, when people like Gwen Stefani, when people do what she just did, which is try to like fairy taleize their relationship, it makes me just feel like that's not real, right? Like we just we we sing everything to each other. We just in the kitchen. Yeah, they don't. We just I love you. You're the greatest. Feel and then free he sings to back. It's like a musical. To share with us the uh, blind item, Holly, from yesterday that involved those two. Yeah, do you remember? Do you have that one? Do you uh, have that? No, I don't have that okay. at the moment. No, it's but okay. But there was a blind item yesterday uh, that Holly brought to us that essentially implied that while Gwen is taking her children to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. Blake is having uh, his food delivered. And by food delivered, I mean sex with mm-hmm. another lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which led so, us to have that conversation about how we think that this entire relationship is a gigantic PR stunt. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that honestly, does she expect us to believe that the two of them sing together like a musical? That said, I can confess here and now that I always have wished that my life was just a little bit more like a musical. What do you mean? Like, I just wish people would just bust out singing and like, you know, dancing. I mean, have you been and... around here? We kind of do That's that on a true. regular basis. That's true. That's true. Also, Giada De Laurentiis is a man stealer. So I just feel like maybe Gwen should be careful. Wasn't there a big rumor about her and Bobby Flay? It wasn't a rumor. And wasn't that the one where his, so his Bobby Flay's wife rented that Skyrider or that um, airplane. What do they call the ones that trail the sign behind them? Anyway, that to fly over like Hollywood and basically say he's a cheater McCheater pants. Um, Stephanie March. Yes. Not our Stephanie March. Yes. Bobby Flay's ex-wife, Stephanie March, was consoling Manhattan personal trainer Jennifer Giamo after Giamo's husband filed for divorce and ended up in the arms of Giada De Laurentiis. Mm-mm. So they have something uh, in common. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, on that note, uh, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese will be here with her dirt delivery. It is the Dirt Alert on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. 
Previously on Jason and Alexis. The shooting star of this whole story is leave the wildlife alone. Okay, save yourself from the wild fires. Where They've been doing it for millions of years by themselves. They're very skilled at getting out of danger. Uh, they could have just decided they were going to stay in their burrow. And that's okay. Just a little hot today in the burrow. <laughs> the bunnies are raging up there. I know. The bunnies are talking to each other like, girl, is he that girl, little toasty? Girl, girl, can you turn down the heat? I need a, I need a fur trim. I'm getting hot. I need more burrows in the San, San Fernando Valley, but... Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. She's back. It's Elizabeth Reese with our Dirt Alert. Hi, Elizabeth. I was giving you free life coaching advice. It was we awesome. Thank you. The break. The, the life coaching advice, you guys, is since, you know, we have uh, like 30 seconds before it's actually 1220, I will tell mm-hmm. you that uh, instead of making a New Year's resolution, give yourself a word of the year. So a word that you can focus like on. burger? Yeah, like burger that embodies mm-hmm. what you want to accomplish or what you want, want to work into your right. life this year. You Mine want to work a burger into your life. Yeah. yeah. Into my mouth. Yeah. So Do you could, want to tell us what your word is? Yeah, or are you well, keeping I will. That close no, to the I can best? tell you. Mine is going, mine is space. So I want more like space. Going to space. I'm going to space. I want space in between things. I want more space in my day. I want to not oh, overschedule myself. I see how this works. And I always want, I also want space in terms of I need to get um, a little bit of a more spacious abode. Mm. I am going to work on that as well. I think my word is going to be no. Oh, that's a good oh, one. A good right? One. Yeah, that's a really good one. Good so luck with that. You yeah, could no. even be like, we all know how that's going to go. Something. So work on your word of the year. You know what? Um, one word of the year should be. Don't sexually harass people. That yeah. would be it's like a full maybe sentence. A sentence yeah. that maybe grope. many people, yeah, <laughs> anti-grope could be something that we could work into the workplace in particular. Uh, but this all has to do with the top Google searches. So did you see this yet? The top 2017 Google people searches, Matt Lauer, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, oh Bill O'Reilly, oh four of the top 10 most searched people on Google in the U.S. in 2017. Creepy old white dude. Can we also just point out that they are the most searched in 2017, right. and we've only known about these allegations right. for like the past three months. And that is the end of 2017. Yes. You're totally right. I will to give you a few uh, little good news. Actress Meghan Markle, who became engaged to Prince Harry last month, was the... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number two most searched person of the year. Mm. So she's obviously in the top 10. It's like our one bright spot this year. And right? like the, uh, of the things we all talk about, it's this is the one have. that we can all yeah, be happy about. Come together on. She was number one among most searched actors, Meghan Markle, followed by uh, Kevin Spacey, then Gal Gadot from oh. Wonder Woman, which is great. And Louis C.K. was mm. after that. Bl- Yet another one. Mm-hmm. Overall, the I top I forgot Google- about him already. Remember, oh. he was like one of the first. There's mm-hmm. so many. It is a challenge to Hard keep to keep track. track of all of them. Unfortunately. We really should have a flow chart. Yeah, it's really Actually, sad. Actually, he wasn't one of the first. I don't... He was kind of in the middle. Middle, yeah. Yeah, middle. he was kind of he in the middle. He was like the baloney. Um, among the celebrities sandwich. who died in 2017, the top U.S. searches were for Tom Petty. Mm. Former NFL player Aaron Hernandez. That was a sad one. Singer Chris Cornell, actor Bill Paxton, and Playboy founder Hugh Hefner. Oh, I forgot about Bill Paxton. I know. I did too. You thought he was still alive. uh, What about Della Reese? Thank you. I know. Hilaire. All I'm giving you is among the celebrities, I'm giving you the top searched ones on Google. Google's top searched movies in the U.S. were uh, the movie It. Mm. Disney's Beauty and the Beast and Warner Brothers Wonder Woman. And then searches for TV shows. This is all Google data. We're led by Netflix's 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Remember when we were talking so oh, much yeah. about that. And then Game of Thrones. And then This Is Us. And people, when it came to technology, were all Googling the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10. Of course. Yeah. So that's a little Google information huh, for that's you. That's fun. That's yeah. a nice little year in review. It is kind of fun. A uh, little baby news for you today. John Stamos's fiance, Caitlin McHugh, is pregnant. They are expecting their first child. He proposed to her two months ago, and John Stamos will become a father at the age of 54. And a hot father at that. Yeah, that is the truth. And he's a dreamboat. I hope that he's really found his happiness and is kind of finding himself. I he's hope always so too. felt a little lost to me. And I think that Rebecca Romaine leaving him for Jerry O'Connell was like a real big kick in the pants. I a mean, huge gut punch because, you know, he Jerry O'Connell so much younger. I, I bet that that would be a little bit of a like... Uh, and kind of what like a goofy guy. I mean, yes. I like Jerry O'Connell, but sort of like a goofy. I think maybe John Stamos took Rebecca Romaine Stamos for granted a little bit. And then she Could found be. someone who really appreciated her and moved on. Are they still together? Yeah. Rebecca and Jerry? As far as I know. Okay. I Unless Google if that. people broke up on maternity when I was on maternity leave, then yeah. I don't know. I just like, we haven't heard a lot about them. So what are they up to? Check it out. Check I it am, out I'm for us. It. Kirsten Dunst is pregnant. She's expecting her first child with Jesse Plemons. So that's nice. I know. They're an adorable couple. They really are. And they're having kids and um, getting married in their mid-30s, which I just want to tell everyone that I'm a big proponent of. Don't have children until you're 30. Actually have children whenever you can and whenever you want to because they are a gift. That being said, you some emails? if you can do it when you're in your 30s, I think that you might be a little bit more settled. <laughs> or Rebecca, just don't. Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell still together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, speaking of having babies a little bit later on, George and Amal Clooney. Okay. So they've got their little twinsies. Mm-hmm. The big story today is that they gave out noise canceling headphones to everyone in first class on a British Airways flight oh, to cute. London when they brought their six month old twins. Now, uh, the noise canceling headphones were in blazing with uh, George's tequila brand that's name. Awesome, oh, God, that's awesome. So that's pretty fun. That. But you know what? Anybody who is is flying if you are flying in first class 
and you are doing an international flight and you don't have noise canceling headphones, I don't even know who you are. And you because, probably get them for free anyway. Well, you right. don't. They probably I mean, just put a helmet on your head. Well, you buy if and if you're like a regular business traveler, yeah. you buy the three hundred dollar Bose noise canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. That's what you also, do. Also, if you're sitting in first class with George Clooney, are you putting on noise canceling headphones? Because I don't feel like you are. Oh no no I no! Like I want to hear everything. Yeah. I'm taking notes and I will be calling all of the gossip regs. <laughs> taste. The story is that uh, Quentin Tarantino was also in first class and yes he accepted the headphones. Heck yeah he did. And the babies didn't even make a peep. I don't know. I'd be like where's my bottle of tequila George? I'm conflicted on this whole like do you need to take extra steps to appease people when you have brought your child on a plane. I might I I lean towards no. I lean towards if your child is kicking the seat in front of them that's unacceptable and you have to stop them from doing that but like making noise I think it's a gesture of kindness, but not a necessity. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because I feel like Mm -hmm. people, if you do think it's necessary, then people are going to feel bad when they can't. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. You guys, I got to pack enough junk for my two kids to get on a plane. I'm not bringing candy bags. Right. Also, I wouldn't eat your candy bag if I didn't know you. So thank you. For the gesture, that but is I get life out. lessons right there from yeah. Bradley Trainer. I'm not going to eat your candy bag if I don't know you. I have yeah. accepted the help of flight attendants who have held my child while I've gone to the bathroom oh, on a flight. Oh, because yeah. how do you go to the yeah. bathroom? No, you when don't. you have a baby, you know what you do? You hand your baby to the flight attendant and you upgrade yourself to first class if at all possible. I did do that once. Wow. <laughs> at the gate, it was only like a hundred dollars, and it was the best hundred dollars ever. Sun Country. Spent. Yes. Yeah, it's really oh, easy. Oh, they, they did yeah. so easy to upgrade on Sun Country. Don't get me started. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Um, Rebel Wilson says there's definitely hope for more pitch perfect movies. Do oh, my you God, like these this are not idea? going away anytime soon. There's another one coming out, I think, at the on end of yeah. this month. Or on the 22nd well, yeah. they have something. the premiere on up. Wednesday yeah. in L.A. So at the Pitch Perfect 3 premiere, Rebel Wilson said she sees more acapella-centric movies in the future, even though they dubbed this movie the Farewell Tour. It's like a share-style Farewell right, Tour. Right, exactly. Right? I'm She's, a fan of it. I love these movies. And it's just, it's cake. It's candy. I've never seen any of them. What? What is wrong with you? And I think the that would be a best. really fun um, holiday week yes. thing for me to do. Yes. Oh, for just sure. watch those. And when yes. I'm done, when I've binged The Crown and then I'm dark and hollow have inside. Started? Have you started? Yeah, I finished episode five and I have to pay oh. my space myself. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, that's it. Hey, thanks, friends. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth Reese. Uh, when we come back, we need somebody to play our pop culture your challenge 651-641-1071 questions 30 seconds you could win a prize but you got to get them all right on our pop culture challenge my talk 1071 everything it was you Kristen, who shot jr entertainment five questions 30 seconds it's our pop culture challenge and you can only do it at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Lisa on the line. And Holly, what's Lisa playing for today? Lisa's playing for a copy of Home Again, starring Reese Witherspoon on Blu-ray Combo Pack from Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. Awesome. Lisa, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Where does Homer Simpson work? The plant, the nuclear plant. Who is Han Solo's sidekick? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nope. Chewbacca. Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? 
Kim. Nope. Uh, Chloe. Nope. Courtney. The TV character Kojak liked to eat what type of candy? Lollipops. Three movies have won 11 Oscars. Name one. Titanic. Yes! Wow! Lisa! (laughs) Slow and steady wins the race. You were so, like, measured and so... Like, that was amazing. I didn't think you were going to get through it after that. I didn't that, either. Uh, after the Courtney. Courtney, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you did. Which oh, my means gosh. Congratulations, You just won Lisa. a big, fat one of these. You Thank want a you. copy of Home Again starring Reese Witherspoon on Universal Pictures Home Entertainment Blu-ray DVD. So hold the line, Lisa, so I can get your information. That is so Thanks. awesome. Congratulations, Lisa. You can play that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. Simply five questions. 30 questions, nope, five questions, 30 seconds, and you could win a prize just like Lisa did. That was amazing. Uh, Now, um, in just a moment, we are going to get going with a new feature we have decided to offer where um, Holly will read us a blind item from uh, a new website that we have discovered, and we will do our very darned bestest to solve the blind item. It's called Blinded by the Item. And it goes a little something like this. Blinded by the item. Oh, you guys ready for today's blind item? Yes. All right. Today's blind item is the following. It concerns an A-list actress. She is aging. She was formerly A-list, mostly movie actress, who has an alliteration for a name and is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. And she'll probably be more upset that I referred to her as aging rather than the fact that she was so drunk the other night, she fell down twice and decided to go down a set of stairs by sliding down them feet first while on her stomach. No one knows where her shoes ended oh up. My oh my gosh. God. The alliteration is okay. the key, but yes. I, I don't know Okay, who. so she's an A-list, mo- mostly former, movie. Former. Former A-list, mostly oh. movie actress. Okay. She's an Academy Award winner slash nominee. So maybe she won an Oscar, maybe not. But she's at least been nominated. Oh, my gosh. God. Okay. Think of older actress ladies. Um, You know, it's... But aging, not... So aging, to me, says, like, the Jennifer Aniston, um, Courtney Cox? No. She's okay. never been nominated oh, for an duh. Oscar. Also, she's a mostly TV star. Okay, so I'm thinking of somebody who's mostly in movies, but possibly has occasionally shown up on TV. It's a, a, a female person aging but i'm thinking of like that age group and also think of the fact that she would be more offended about being called an aging former a-list actor rather than her actual behavior being embarrassing um gosh all the ones that i'm thinking of are not a Lindsay lohan no. She wishes. I know. No, she is not an aging anything. Uh, well, she's an aging hot mess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the thing that keeps getting me stuck is the alliteration. Alliterative name. Mm-hmm. Which means the first a- name and the last name are the same letter. Do you have any ideas, Halls? Can I give you out some of the name yeah. in the comments yeah. section yeah, sure. of this or blind item? a hint even would be awesome. A hint? All right. Let me give you a hint of who I think is the person that is probably behind this blind item. She was nominated for an Oscar for her work in the movie Casino. Oh, um, yeah. What's her name? Blondie, right? Yeah, what's her name? Blondie from Casino. Yes, she has blonde hair, but what's her name? She has an alliterative name. um, The movie with the thing, 
Uh, wow. God. I'm I, horrible I, at names I literally right don't even know who's in the movie Casino. How about she that? She is most for famous hold on, hold on. for her role in the movie Basic Instinct. Oh, yeah, Sharon oh, Stone. Oh, oh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. That's Interesting. totally Sharon that Stone. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, Sharon I mean, Stone. A, it's alliterative. B, Casino. No, but I mean, C, it makes aging. perfect sense that she would be more, that she would be upset about being yep. called aging. Yes. Oh, wow. Other guesses oh, okay. for this blind item include Melissa McCarthy. She was no. nominated for an Oscar for Bridesmaids. Also, Susan Sarandon was another name that was thrown out there. However, somebody did point out the fact that Susan Sarandon probably wouldn't care that you called her aging. Right. She'd be She's all fine. about it. She's, She's fine so with fine it. with that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Can we, uh, do you have another one at the ready that we can... Again, that if we you, can play with. If you guys are just joining us, we're doing blind items. So um, let me give you one that has been revealed. Oh, fun. Okay. Right. So I have the actual reveal, but I'm going to give you the blind item first. Of okay, course, perfect. this comes to us courtesy of the website Crazy Days and Nights. Dot net. Dot net. Thank you. I wonder if this A-list mostly movie actor knows the PR person he is hooking up with is also hooking up with this former A-list mostly television actor who blew his chance when given the lead in a huge movie after turning down a different one. Oh my God, there's so oh my many gosh, there's a lot parts. Happening. All right, so let's again. break it down. Okay, so an A-plus most mostly movie actor. Actor. An okay. actor. Mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio. He knows the PR person he is hooking up with is also hooking up with this former A-list mostly television actor. So mostly movie actor, mostly television actor. This A-list mostly television actor blew his chance when given the lead in a huge movie after turning down a different one. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my and gosh. this blind item is from August. So think about some things that were happening this summer. Uh-huh. In the movies. Movies that were released this summer. Because um, those will give you hints. Uh, and in the spring. Spring summer. Spring early summer. Okay. Okay. And was Bradley at all anywhere near the ballpark when he thought Leo DiCaprio was the A plus mostly movie actor? No. Okay. Oh. Give me a hint for that A plus movie actor. Uh, he is recently single as of last year, and we know this. Chris Pratt, Brad because Pitt, yeah, okay. oh. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. Now think about a movie that Brad Pitt produced, starring the A minus actor that came out earlier this year. Mm. Also, this A minus actor is a favorite of my Talk 1071's very own Lori and Julia. Johnny Depp? No, television oh. actor. Oh, television, television. John Hamm. No. Oh. Television um, actor who starred in a big movie this summer that was a gigantic flop. This is hard. Why is it so hard? It's hard to do this. Is the movie War Machine? No. Oh. Okay. Brad Pitt is not in this movie. However, he produced this movie. He Maybe he's in it. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, But the one that was the big giant flop, Brad Pitt doesn't have anything to do with. Oh, okay. Now think hot. This guy is known for his muscles. In fact, I think that you can probably see him if you're looking at Lori and Julia's manual in the studio. He is one of the men. Oh, Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Get out of town. Yes. Charlie Hunnam, who uh, turned down. What did he turn down? Oh, so, um, yeah, the sex movie. Yeah, but is that the one that he... Shades of Grey. I mean, because I don't know that that one would have... Well, that was a big hit. Oh, yeah, I suppose. It's a big international hit. Interesting. He starred in the movie King Arthur instead. Okay. That movie was a big flop flop this summer. Yes, so much so that I forgot about it. Remember, he also starred in 
Did he not? Was he in that Brad? Yes, he starred in Lost City of Lost Z. City of Z. Yeah. Lost so City of Z, which is also This is where bomb. Brad Pitt and Charlie Hunnam would have connected mm-hmm. through that movie, The and Lost City of Z. And so they're both stooping a PR lady. Same yeah. one. Wow. Same one. I don't. I get her taste though, because they do oh, yeah. have a it's sort of similar. a similar sensibility, Blonde, right? Uh, Slender Men. Mm-hmm. Not like the scary. Not, not the Slender not that Man. One. Not the Slender not, Man. Not, not the one that hangs not out the in the woods. The one that people yeah. kill yeah. over. Yeah. Um, well, we. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a really, we have really good news on the Colleen and Bradley show. This is exciting news. We, do. we celebrate every time this happens. Bradley has been blocked on Twitter oh, by yes. yet another, another celebrity. celebrity. And so we will reveal what celebrity. <laughs> has blocked Bradley on Twitter. We will also go through the growing list of celebrities who have blocked Bradley Trainer on Twitter. Yes, let's and, do it. And uh, we'll get to that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. The actor in a TV series comedy who got nominated was Eric McCormick, who plays Will versus Sean Hayes. Hayes. That's I, odd to me. That's odd to me, too. Mm-hmm. And the, the Hollywood Foreign Press loves Jerry Lewis, so I don't understand that Lori? snub either. Oh, God, where is that from even? <laughs> because Fra- France loves, and you know, the Jerry Lewis and all these all people. All the Hollywood Foreign Press isn't from France. No, I know, but they're from all of Europe, <laughs> you, and I'm just, you're just why, so- I'm just... I've lost this. She's yeah. so bad at her sweeping proclamations. No, I right like now. my sweeping project. Did Lewis get nominated? I didn't see that. No. Oh, okay. No, I'm Daniel Day Lewis did, and maybe Laurie's <laughs> no. getting confused. But they <laughs> love Sean. I mean, Sean Hayes is Jerry Lewis. Oh. Yeah, duh. Oh, Physical <laughs> comedy. Physical okay, comedy. Laurie and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are celebrating on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that is the very, very blocked Bradley trainer. Mm-hmm. Not like constipated. No, um, but blocked on Twitter by multiple oh, celebrities. Yes. We are celebrating the fact that we have a new celebrity to add to the list. And it is? Yeah, so um, I love to get blocked by celebrities. Why? Because uh, it's fun for me. Actually, let me tell you why. Uh, but the person in this particular case is Scott Bayo. Mm-hmm. Scott Bayo, of course, Colleen. Scott Bayo is uh, the actor from Charles in Charge. Many know him also as Chachi. Chachi, I think. The, from yeah. Happy Days. I mean, yeah. I, my inter- first intersection Our with him. generation would say Charles in mm-hmm. Charge. Uh, our parents, of course, would say Chachi. And, and the then the kids much- of today would... I don't know what they would know him from. Oh, just being... Um, can I say the word on the radio? Assy? Ass. 
happen. <laughs> uh, because of his um, just strident uh, politics or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so this all has to do with Minnesota. I feel like I was defending Minnesota's honor. Thank you very much. Uh, when last, I think it was May. Let me get the exact date of this tweet. Yeah, it was May 19th. So last spring, I, you may not remember the story, but I believe we talked about it on the air. The Star Tribune did an article talking about how Scott Bayo set uh, social media ablaze after a Brainerd yearbook uh, page sort of went viral. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and politics, politics, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, a kid at Brainerd uh, in a Brainerd high school uh, put some things on his yearbook page like it was it was inappropriate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, about something he wanted to do to the president of the United States. Uh-huh. Well, Scott Bayo decided he needed to weigh in on this child's yeah. opinion right. about the president. Right. So adult man with no job, frankly, uh, or at least not one that I'm aware, aware of, of uh, decided he needed to troll mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. high school students mm-hmm. in Brainerd mm-hmm. uh, to make a political point. Right. Who, by the way, were probably being dealt with by their parents, the school's administration, any number of other people who were explaining to them in intelligent terms why what they did was not a good plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, So he decided to post an image of this particular page in the yearbook, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you know, this includes kids faces Mm -hmm. and names. Mm hmm. And so he was essentially um, doxing or trolling Mm -hmm. or at the very least um, outing students on social media. And you know social media and I know social media and social media when they get their teeth in something, they can be very vicious, horrible. Yeah. Right. Um, They can attack people personally. They can send death threats, all these kinds of things. And so when I saw that, I thought, okay, look, if you want to have your hateful beliefs, whatever, if you want to have your own political beliefs, I don't care what it is. You do it. You're an adult. Do -hmm. what you want. If a kid makes a mistake, you don't shame the kid and then troll them on social media such that you're then opening them up to, you know, actually dangerous action right 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 um and so when i saw that tweet i just i simply i mean i think i did what probably a lot of people did you said what people were thinking i said hey scott bayo how about you get a job instead of cyberbullying teenagers Mm -hmm. seems you know i mean i think it's good advice good sound advice i would feel i feel like a normal human being would go you know what you're absolutely right because those are kids and I just, in a moment of political uh, weakness, I decided to take a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. And I took down the tweet. Well, I don't know if he took down the tweet. So, fast forward, i that's all I did. I got no response from him. And I was like, not that I was expecting one. Right. I just thought, somebody needs to it's say Twitter. this. It's Twitter. It's not a conversation. Frankly, it's I, a... And if, it, if it hadn't been students in Minnesota, I probably wouldn't have done a damn thing. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that it was in Brainerd, it was in Minnesota, you just get that feeling like, who are you to come into our state? Uh, and use us to, to prove make, your dumb point. Yeah. At the expense of children. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't most days want to spend a lot of time near children. That's true. Okay. But you want children. You believe the children are our future. Teach them well. Let and them keep leave. them out of my way. Okay. So that was in May. So I had no idea what happened after I sent that tweet. And um, last night I'm sitting on the couch watching 
uh, politics happen mm-hmm. before my very eyes. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people were watching the election results in Alabama mm-hmm. and praying <laughs> to dear God that certain things would happen mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody tweeted something that Scott Bayo had said. And made a point that it was like asinine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, this will be good. Emphasis Let's... on first first syllable. Asinine. Asinine. Mm-hmm. Putting the, Scott Bayo putting, putting the ass asin- in asinine. asinine. Anyway, so I was like, I got to see what this is. Click. Oh. Why isn't it hmm. opening? Oh, it says it's not available. Oh, did did he remove it? Oh, it must have been really bad. Let me just go to his Twitter account. Wait, why doesn't he have a Twitter account? Ha <laughs> ha! Why can't I get to... Excuse me, I just got blocked by Scott Bayo. So I realized then that he must have done that way back in yeah. May, and I just never knew about it. And so you know, it just makes me happy because I, you, again, you're like, what are? Why are you even sharing the story? Look, it gives me a little bit of joy mm-hmm. when people who are at the level of Scott Bayo, Kirstie Alley, Roseanne Barr, Leanne Rhymes think they're untouchable. Yeah, and they say things, and then to learn that they have such a fragile ego that they, for a few moments, stopped what they were doing to react to little old me sitting on my couch Mm -hmm. in South Minneapolis Mm -hmm. with my iPhone, whatever, Mm -hmm. in my hand. They stopped what they were doing. I mean, it's kind of like, it's like a reverse celebrity autograph. Kind of awesome. Right? Right? Yeah, it is a badge of and, honor, and you treat it and as it's such. it's not just me. I mean, I know you've been uh, blocked by celebrities. Anybody who's worth their salt on Twitter has been blocked by somebody. Okay, so let's just quickly, for everybody, go down the list of celebrities who have blocked you, and maybe a brief explanation of why. Kirstie Alley, because we called out her Scientology. Yeah. Both because, of us. And that was specifically at the time this all happened when... Um, our good friend Leah Remini left Leah the Remini church, left the church yep. of Scientology and Kirstie Alley came after her mm-hmm. and we'd had enough. Now you have to know also that I was a huge Kirstie Alley fan right. at my lowest point in life. Right. I would sit in my bed with a pint of Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. on my stomach, stomach. area mm-hmm. watching Fat Actress. I still have the DVDs. Okay, you should burn those. Nobody watched that dumb show except for me. I loved her. Another person you loved and then got blocked by Roseanne Barr. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. That's because she said something hateful. And she's she sort of entered that territory as a person where she was super, super funny, kind of like Rosie O'Donnell, Mm -hmm. where she was super funny. And then all of a sudden got really strident and political in a way that was mean and just kind of. Is she? And she called you a bad name. She called me the F word, and I don't mean the one that... Not the four-letter one, the three-letter one. one that rhymes with maggot. Okay. And then just to go down the rest of the line, Leanne Rhymes also blocked you, and are we missing anybody? Uh, No, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's a good record. This is the first guy. This is very exciting. I'm very excited. When we come back, you guys, I've I've had a mom fail, and I'd be happy to hear your mom fails on our Bad Mom Club after this on the Colleen and Brad Show on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 1071. Everything. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Entertainment.